So, welcome back <laughs> after a month. <laughs> after one month. Yeah, things happened and uh well, we kind of got sidetracked with life. Yeah. But uh here we are now. And last topic was a bit uh I don't know, controversial. Um deep uh well yeah if it's if it's a pressing issue i wouldn't exactly call it controversial but it could be controversial um considering some of the things that were said um you know while recording but uh this week's episode is a uh prelude to the general election in, in canada. canada in canada yeah important part <laughs> in canada of course we we could be talking about another election in the States if it was next year, but no, let's not talk about that one, please. Yeah. We all know what's, that's a gong show. <laughs> well, uh, ours is not exactly as far off. Uh, yeah. When you, when you were considering some things, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Oh yeah. You can't compare any of our candidates to, uh, the guy down South. <laughs> the guy down South. <laughs> our neighbors from the South. <laughs> <laughs> and their uh, head honcho. But yeah, yes. the the Canadian uh, election um, is October 2nd, right? Oh, uh, no, October 21st. Oh, my God. <laughs> October, October 21st. I don't even know what our own election is. <laughs> but yes, it's in October. That's all I know. Uh, I see the signs. I see the, um, you know, the candidates. They are posting all their little um, pickets. Election like, signs. Election signs. You know, this <laughs> vote me. Vote the. Um, I don't even know any of the candidates in the Ottawa area. That's how new I am. Oh. But uh, <laughs> well, Sean Chen's the only name I know here. The two <laughs> everyone other guys. else is new. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Like they're all. It's funny this time. They're all like Asian candidates. Surprisingly, all oh, Asian. Cool. Yeah, no, like like South Asian or the big. The big three parties, anyway. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, but there's there is one, I guess, black guy, but he's like for the People's Party. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Maxime Bernier. <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard like I don't know who Maxime Bernier is. I've heard his name. I've read a couple of things like you know headlines, but I. I have no idea who this guy is. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get into it today. You're the expert. He, um, I don't know. He came out of nowhere. I don't know why he decided to start his own party. But, uh, yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. He's the he's the expert on politics here. Uh, so, uh, his show, no, for the most I part. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself an expert. But, uh, but your uh, your debate co's uh, oh the pol- independent analyst <laughs> independent analyst that's right <laughs> okay so to start off where should we begin should I we... think uh, Trudeau why wouldn't we begin on Trudeau I mean he, oh, he's still technically the prime minister right until uh, of course of course <laughs> election <right>. happens <laughs> exactly well. Yeah, he is the prime minister, but there is no sitting parliament actually, which is interesting. So oh, no. So... When they call an election, basically parliament is dissolved in oh, a sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So until so the election. So Parliament Hill is uh, practically empty right now. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> they're all campaigning. 
So yeah, Trudeau was elected. Um, oh God, when was he elected? To how long was four, the prime minister term? Four years ago. Oh, I'm so four years. Four years, like the four U.S. Years. Right? Four years. Yeah. Four years. Actually, and that's that's what uh, that's, Harper brought in. He changed it to four years when he was prime minister. His caucus. How long was it uh, prior to? It was unlimited to, until they called an election, oh. basically. Yeah, see, I'm I'm utterly clueless when it comes to politics. I just go in and vote for whoever I feel like will do a good job. I don't <laughs> I don't know the details or everything. <laughs> That's why you're here. Um, but yeah, so Harper Harper came in Harper Trudeau came in um, four years ago. Yeah. Um, oh man, and I remember how hyped up everyone was about him. Oh yeah, that, like big time four years ago. They thought. It was another like wave of uh, Trudeau mania in the '60s, basically. Mm. And uh, I don't know, like he seemed like at the time it seemed like he was going to be something good for the country. Yeah. Which we'll, we will get into that and see how exactly he did have an eff- like effect on the country as a whole in this in this last four years. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I would say that he was probably one of the better options. I mean, yeah, I think so too. I mean, he was, you know, he's a relatively, uh, he was a, he is a relatively young guy, but back then he was younger, you know, this, um, so he's very attractive to like the younger crowd, like, um, yourself and I, you know, that age group from like 18 to, uh, to like 29. So he, yeah. he was a very attractive option to voters like that. And he did promise, like his platform was based like on all these. I wouldn't call them ambitious promises, but you know, very people-friendly promises. You know, just just you you took a look at the problems that have played Canada, like you know, the whole um, issue with the missing Indigenous women over the years. Oh yeah, and, you know, one of his promises were that you know he's going to get on that and start to help them, you yeah. know, resolve that issue. And, you know, that is attractive to um, a lot of um, our cohort, you know, those um, social justice issues. Because it, um, a lot of universities they, these days are, you know, filled with people like that. Um, people who want to make a difference, you know, social change and climate change and all that. That's oh, for sure. Up. Yeah. And, it, <laughs> and he, and, you know, from what he said, it made it seem like, you know, this guy is, you know, he's one of us. He's, he's a leader we can get behind. And, you know, four years later, it's <laughs> didn't exactly live up to it. And, you know, there's a bit of a backlash, you know, against his uh, tenure here yeah. as Prime Minister. I mean, starting from, there are a lot of promises that he did make. And he did, some of his promises he did keep, but a lot of, like, he also didn't keep a lot of his promises, starting with the murder, missing murdered indigenous women. That yeah. was a huge one, and it's yeah. still, still ongoing. Actually, <laughs> like, yeah, they haven't solved that at all. Like the, the cases. So, so really, that's what Elizabeth May, one of the 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 Green Party leader. That's what she's taking. Oh, before before we go on, we should probably um, let people know. Oh. 
Oh um, yes, like, all the parties and you know their leaders. So why don't you go ahead and do that because you're more um, knowledgeable. In that. Yes, <laughs> I think we should do that. So in this election, uh, competing against Trudeau and the Liberals, it is Andrew Scheer leading the Conservatives, Jasmeet Jagmeet Singh leading the NDP, mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth May and the Greens, and uh, Maxime Bernier and the People's Party of Canada. But People's there's party. also like some weird cases which we'll get into, like J- um, Judy Wils- Jody Wilson, Raybold. Don't even know who she is. <laughs> oh, SNC Lavalin. I only I only know the uh, okay. <laughs> the um, the main candidates, you know, the main parties. Okay, okay, but SNC Lavalin. That's all you have to know. The oh, scandal. that whole scandal. Yeah, that's it. Oh, oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, okay, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah, um, Trudeau, uh, you were you were talking about um, something with Elizabeth May before we uh, digressed. Yeah, so she's actually taking Trudeau to task on the whole indigenous indigenous issues, like the the missing murdered indigenous women's can. Um, case and uh also the pipeline issue where in bc he's actually approved a lot of pipelines that actually that are actually on native land oh yeah yeah and uh, he actually one of his promises was to actually consult the natives and actually deal with them before approving all those pipelines mm. which he hasn't actually done he's actually just totally sidelined them and uh like put him i guess to the curb like i just saw something recently i think the greta thunberg's page shared it he has actually approved sorry one second i'll bring that up he's approved like 5.4 billion dollars of pipelines like and a lot of that runs through um traditional native land yeah Hmm. and and in this election he's actually planning to combat that by or he's promising to combat that promising promising (laughs) by planning two billion right (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) that's 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 the key word here promise (laughs) the promises of politicians people yeah I mean, that goes back to our, like, our first, ep- was it our first episode or our second episode? I think it was, like, our third or something like third. that. The one about democracy, right? Yeah. And how, like, politicians will say anything to get uh, elected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this this is actually showing that uh, Trudeau may be just another politician. But... If you look at the plan compared <laughs> compared to like the conservative plan, I'm like, I don't know what other option do we have. What other option? <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Like, do we have to choose the lesser of two evils here? Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> like this is like the provincial election in Ontario all over again. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do, right? I don't know. Democracy. <laughs> it's 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 very uh sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> there's a 
But I, I will say this um, because I think we'd also we did mention it in that um, third episode. Um, if you do live in a democracy, you should exercise your right to vote. Um, because if you don't vote, then you shouldn't be complaining about who's in power, right? Oh, so of course. Go out there and vote, please register, and you know your vote does make a difference. Oh, and before I go on, actually, you don't have to register before voting. You can actually register at the polls. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so you can just if you forgot to register for any reason. You can just go to your local polling place and then... Uh... And register there and vote at the same time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, please do go out and vote. It's important. Um, your voice is important. We do live in a democracy and, you know... If as you bad have, as it is. <laughs> if you have listened to us uh, um, talk about it, you probably you heard that we don't exactly agree with aspects of democracy, sorry. Uh, but still, uh, go out there and vote. We live in a democracy. Exercise that right and, uh, you know, voice your concerns. But yeah, let's go on now that PSA is out of the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. It's like so, yeah. that. Like, so yesterday, I was actually... The biggest issue, I think, in this election is climate change. Climate change, yeah. I think so. Because especially... Yesterday, after seeing the huge climate protests, I actually mm. saw it. I have some vid- videos and pictures of it downtown. And oh, downtown. I heard uh, in Montreal, I was reading an article today. It's like, uh, was it like 50,000 people that marched? Actually, Montreal, Montreal actually surprisingly had the largest. They had like 300,000 or something. Oh, 300,000. Yeah. Where did I read 50,000? It was probably some... Toronto had about 50,000. 50, yeah. oh, maybe it was Toronto, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Ottawa still, that's, uh, that's quite a bit of people. Yeah, exactly. And Ottawa didn't do too bad either. Uh, they had about 20,000, I think. And where, where was that being held? Honestly, uh, like going walking downtown, I didn't see a single, you know, oh, like poster think... or um, any kind of ad for, you know, the marching for the climate thing or where it's going to be. It was I didn't really uh, notice anything. I think so. they they just met, met at like Parliament Hill, yeah. That's basically. Oh, Parliament Hill. That's yeah. a shame. <laughs> I can let's walk there in like half an hour. Oh. oh. <laughs> Could have gone, but I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know where it was being held. <laughs> yeah, actually, to be honest, I didn't know. I didn't even know the Toronto one was happening until I saw it in person. Like I heard, I heard there was going to be some, you know, mass movement. Yeah climate change just didn't know um the yeah, details worldwide movement right like because i know in um all across the world in uh vienna london new york oh yeah it went global yeah. it was a global <laughs> they had a like a huge effect although some of the, it's funny a lot of the asian countries didn't really <laughs> participate I don't, I don't know. Maybe they missed the memo on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think the Chinese care. To be honest, uh, the uh, Chinese speak, don't care. Speaking, if we're speaking in particulars here, oh gosh, yeah, the Chinese don't care. But yeah, that's uh, that's a story for another. Um, oh, sorry, a topic for another podcast. Uh, yeah, let's not. But yeah, that. climate <laughs> climate change is a is a big aspect of the upcoming election uh, as we just saw what was that uh, 16 year old kid's name uh, Greta Thunberg Greta Thunberg from uh, is it Norway uh, I think it's Denmark Sweden 
No. Sweden? It's oh, one of the Scandinavian countries. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I didn't read up on the details on uh, your background, but I, I do. I do know what you did. <laughs> yeah, and it's a shame. A lot of people like are mocking her, and that's really. A shame. Uh, yeah, I, uh, when I heard about that, and it's funny. It's like most people who are mocking her are like adults, you know, and other politicians, and like, come on, don't She's be an autistic <laughs> teenage girl. Like, ridiculous <laughs> come on they just you know what and i think she responded perfectly she's just like you know you're mocking me to try and divert attention from you know the topic at hand which is climate change <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it, it is a big issue um global warming and you know um and all the things that it entails, all the dangers and the shifts in temperature and the natural disasters and everything. I yeah. mean, you would think the party's platform, like speaking in terms of the election, the parties uh, we have in Canada, their platforms are going to be centered around um, aspects of climate change. I haven't actually read or heard anything um, related to it coming from the party leaders. Um, I didn't really do any research on it either. Shame. <laughs> but uh, do, you, do you know if, like, like what, uh, what they have promised in relation to, you know, dealing with climate change? So one big thing the liberals are going to do, well, plan it, promising. To promising. Do, <laughs> is they're going to plant 2 billion trees over the next 10 years. Okay. And uh, part of, it's part of a plan to use their nat- the natural carbon sinks to reduce emissions by 30 megatons. That, but there's no complete accounting for all the... Um, there's a 79 megaton gap, so there's no complete accounting for all that all of that gap. Mm-hmm. There's still a gap of 79 megatons. So, I don't know. Maybe they're not doing enough. Maybe they're not promising enough. <laughs> I, under, I understand. I understand that um, you know there's only so much you can do. Yeah. You know, with with mo- in terms of like the money, right? Yeah, exactly. There's so much. There's only so much money you can pour into a project before you know you get zero returns on it. Yeah. Um, but still, I feel like you know there could be more um, that yeah. could, could be done. You know. Especially with you know Trudeau approving of all these oil pipelines, you got you know you know that that's <laughs> yeah, has that... a negative effect on the environment. I mean, <laughs> you do one thing and then you say you one thing, sorry, and then you're doing something else. It, I'm not gonna call it you know super hypocritical, but <laughs> come on. Yeah. Uh, so the going on to the other parties, so the New Democrats and the Greens aren't just opposed to the the pipeline but they're also promising to do more to reduce emissions like the the NDP they want they're promising to cut emissions by 38% below the 2005 levels by 2030 and the greens okay. will set a target of 60% reduction the greens have always been very yeah. pro environment I mean, yeah. I mean they're, they're I the mean, greens right the green. elizabeth may yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's she's been she's always been that mm. um in that position ever since she was in politics I, I yeah. would say the conservatives uh, <laughs> this, is again, what, this is the one I want to hear <laughs> this is the this is the best one actually like okay 
I heard that one of their plan promises would be to give you a 20% tax credit if you spent between 2000 and no yeah, 2000 and 20000 dollars on if you renovated your home for environmental like to be more environmentally friendly so they'll give you a 20% tax credit if you did that and i don't know if that, <laughs> that's that, like something that's like something um uh i swear doesn't the provincial government do that too like i used to i used to write for you know remember furnace prices yeah i used to write for them and they do if i, if I remember correctly i know the, the provincial government did something like that um for like renovations and i think it was hvac stuff if you spend a certain amount on you know renovating your home tour uh with um uh, i forgot what the term was i'm just, I'm just gonna say eco-friendly eco-friendly stuff they give you a tax credit yeah, that's right. They did. They, they they do actually um, give you uh, more of a an, a tax credit for uh, retrofitting your home, I guess. Mm. And I think apparently I just fit, found this out that huh, the conservatives are going to bring back the public transit tax credit. There was a public transit tax credit. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know any of these things. So, was it abolished? Like, when was it abolished? It was. It was abolished um, in twenty seventeen. In yeah. twenty half. So they allowed half the year for the Presto and the Metro passes. Um, like for public transit. Passes. I feel. I feel like you texted this to me once in twenty seventeen. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of just like, oh, that's nice, because you know, you know, I'm not very interested when it comes to taxes and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I but, feel yeah, I feel like you texted me this story back back in 2017. But yeah, go on. But again, like a tax credit isn't really going to do anything because the more credits you offer, the people are just going to spend more money to to give their information to an accountant or to do their like taxes, and then. Mm. It, it's just gonna net out their savings to zero, in a sense, and they're gonna spend, and even the government is gonna spend more f- money like reviewing those expenses. So it doesn't really, I don't know, <laughs> it didn't really make much sense. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something, but I don't know when it's when it comes to the conservatives. Sorry, I just needed to uh, clear my throat there for a second. But uh, when it comes to the conservatives, uh, I feel like. Any any change, like um, whether it be you know, so uh, climate change or um, social change, I feel like it's like they enact some policy that always circles back to money. Yeah, is that just me? No, it's it's true actually because even for um, their the what their plan for the environment here like it's saying that they're going to invest in green technology not taxes i mm. mean it's not all about taxes but I wait, wait, why they, they brought up t- that's that's the exact statement we're going to yeah. invest in green technology yeah that's very vague but okay <laughs> exactly I, I don't know what they're going on here like and he's and he goes on to say that in fact canadian families and small businesses will pay 92% of trudeau's carbon tax while big polluters are only on the hook for 8%. I don't know if this is a citation. I don't know where he's getting these numbers from. There's it no uh, link. There's no link to 
Uh, anything no, it's, there? It's just like the under conservative a real plan dot ca. Interesting. So they're <laughs> they're basically their own source. <laughs> yeah, source our uh, our website. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me let me see if we have more information here. I'm just uh, PDF. Anyway, yeah, it's it's it does seem like they're just circling back to money all the it's, time. It's money. It's always the numbers for them, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do have to take that into account as well. But at the same time, <laughs> with the conservatives again, it just always seems to come back to: is this lucrative enough for us to undertake? <laughs> exactly. And get this: I just opened their PDF. It, in their PDF, they have a graphic of all the global CO2 emitters. Okay. And they make, they go to like the highest extent to show that Canada is at the lowest level of all, like the, is of all the global CO2 emitters. They show China the the top, then it's the states, and then it's mm-hmm. Europe, and then it's India, and then ca- Canada's almost like nowhere. It's almost at zero. <laughs> So they're saying that what they're saying that is, it's not worth it for us to. It's not a it. problem, right? Yeah, it's, that's, 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 that's what, what they're saying. That. That's what that. <laughs> it's, it's not an issue, you guys. We're fine. We're not. We're not hurting the earth. <laughs> exactly. It's everyone else's fault. Basically, I actually heard some of the conservative voters on like Twitter, like some of the. Oh, the cesspool, right? The cesspool. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, it's funny what they say. They basically say that since canada is a carbon sink we should actually charge other countries to like absorb their pollution which makes sense but i mean you're just gonna that's that's just which makes some sense but like it let, let me make... let me get this straight these people these uh, conservative voters on twitter are saying that we, since we're a carbon sink, we should charge other countries to absorb to their absorb. There's what? I'm I'm just trying to think how how that would work. I well, know, like, you can measure you can measure CO two emissions. I know that, but what you're gonna is okay. Canada gonna send like an invoice to, to countries <laughs> every year? So much CO two absorbed. Now you you have to you know have to pay us for that. <laughs> exactly. That it it does kind of ridiculous things. I mean, I suppose you could do it, but again, it just seems very uh, um, aggressive. You know, it's like, hey, we absorbed your CO two, <laughs> so we're gonna charge you for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it honestly, it doesn't really. Well, global CO two emissions, it really comes down to everybody doing their own part to mitigate it. Rather exactly. Than, like, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if, if, oh, we're a if one sink. country's going to take on the, you know, absorbing all the CO two, then the the planet's pretty much doomed because <laughs> we can't do it by ourselves. No way. Yeah, I mean, Brazil's having a hard time now. Oh, that's yeah. another. Issue. That's another yeah. issue for another episode. <laughs> Let's not digress. Let's not digress. Let's just stay on uh, Canadian politics. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, another issue. I think we spent a long time on uh, the planet. Yes, we did. It's important. Uh, but yes, yeah, it, let, it uh, Trudeau, um, going circling back to Trudeau, which is where this area, <laughs> all this came from. Um, 
In the first few years, he did. He was okay. And then things started to unravel, you know, with all. I think the, like, where it started was a seemingly, it was a non issue. Um, remember when he, um, when, oh God, when he, when he pushed that, um, I forget what her, what her name was. I don't know her name, but she, he pushed that MP, you know, in, in parliament to sort of like uh, get them out of the way. And then there's that, that huge story like, oh, Trudeau's a woman hater because oh. he did this. Remember that? Oh. And, you know, that, that was a non-issue, right? I'm like, okay, that's really stupid. And from, from then on, it just, <laughs> everything seemed to go downhill for him. Like, there's this huge backlash, people saying he's a liar, he's this, he's that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think he even apologized for that. He apologized. And, you know, yes, he was kind of, you know, hasty and trying to, you know, get, move things forward. But come on, the, the NDP just... They freaked out about it. They're like, how dare you put your hands on this lady? Like, Come on, guys, relax. Oh, gosh, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then there's like, uh, what? Um, sorry. There's, there's this whole issue. I don't want to talk about it, but the NDP are again trying to make a big deal about the, uh, the blackface thing. Yes, the blackface thing. <laughs> It's always the NDP, isn't it? Like, yeah, they're, they're trying to they're trying to unseat the liberals as the most um, uh, the hip, you know, quotations, uh, hip uh, party for the young people to vote. Like, look how look how concerned we are, you know, about um, aspects of racism and stuff. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, from the, there was that blackface that that's recently though. I mean, the yeah. the picture was from what uh, it was ages ago when he was um, in yeah, university. Uh, yeah, that was like twenty-seven years ago. I yeah, think. it was it was ages ago, uh, and then <laughs> somehow it came up, and then the NDP or sort of you know they freaked out about it, as they seem to always do when it comes to everything. <laughs> <laughs> it just, uh, I don't know, like, it, this is like showing. I don't know why. I I at, at the beginning I liked Jagmeet Singh, but I don't know. I think he's falling a bit flat. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Uh, it was cool at first, you know. I think it was. It was kind of like Trudeau at first, um, yeah. you know. It's all this hype around him, like, oh, he's a brown guy like us. Uh, speaking of Jagmeet Singh, I'm uh, not Trudeau. Um, he's a brown guy, <laughs> like us, right? <laughs> and you know, uh, and he's, he's going to be awesome. He's going to do this and that. And he seems like a great guy, but now it's like him and his party are. I don't know. I don't want to say off the rails, but <laughs> they do a bit. Uh, Overly ambitious in, you know, um, their reactions, if that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> We're stretching their reactions. A bit um, too extreme. Everything. Take, taking everything to a more ex- extreme sense rather than, a, I don't know, rather than using their uh, heads a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's reaction, reactionary. Reactionary, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's Andrew Shear, who just doesn't care. <laughs> Andrew Shear is doing his own thing, man. I, if there's one thing I will give the conservatives is that they don't really care. I mean, so, yes, they do. To some extent, they do care about their image. But... Um, yeah, that's why they're actually... 
Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> go on, go on. Go on. That's what they're actually hide, like they're putting Doug Ford in hiding because they don't want him to taint their brand. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when when you have a guy like Doug on your side, you're going to have to take precautions. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So they, yeah, they they do care to some extent about their image. I mean, especially in Ontario. I mean, Doug Ford is the um the premier of Ontario, right? Yeah. And Ontario is like the most multicultural um of Canada's provinces, and <laughs> it doesn't look very good when you have a reputation for being a quote unquote racist party, and you know your one of your guys is the premier of um the province that has like you know. The, uh, the the highest concentration of minorities, I want to say. Yeah, uh, I need stats to back that up, but um, I think it's a relatively safe guess. But yeah, they the conservatives. If there's one good thing I would say about them is that you know they're more forthcoming. <laughs> yeah, uh, with with their policies. <laughs> <laughs> like they seem to only. One thing is, they seem to only push. They they wanna, they they know their base. Yeah. They they're playing to their base. Mm-hmm. That's what they are, that's what they're doing. And <laughs> I, I don't think, and that's why maybe, I don't think they'll win because I don't want them to win. <laughs> and also because does anyone want them to win in our community? <laughs> but here's a surprise. Here's a surprising thing. I was actually thinking about this yesterday. Um. The conservatives, like you said, they like um, they sort of pander to their demographic. Yeah. So it's the sort of white, the rich, um, the older generation. That's I think that's like their their demographic, right? Yeah. That, that conservative mindset, um, orthodox. Um, but it's funny. There's a lot of people in not only the Muslim community. But uh, you look you look at any you know South Asian community or any um, the, say, any ethnic minority community. Yeah. There's there's a, like there's quite a few conservative thinking people. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it's and and here's my <laughs> a bit of advice to the conservative party. You know, you guys have like an untapped uh, well of uh, voting power here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of people in this community, and you know, shameful to say or not. Or not, um, are very like-minded with the conservatives. They share the same views. They agree on the same things, and, and you know it's just untapped uh, voting manpower for them. Yeah, the, the, I think it all—it's all because the immigrant community comes from a back, like the conservative back. The social conservatives are very much alive, and I think, like I, I consider myself a social conservative, so. <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't vote personally. Wouldn't vote conservative because I'm not a fiscal conservative. Yeah. It's just a. Uh, it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's a big issue. I don't want to digress. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you can it. for like if you can like um, you know um summarize it in like yeah, five so minutes. Basically, the immigrant community is social conservative, and uh, there's a. I don't know. They they lean more towards the conservative party than the others because of that the that mindset the old the old world mindset like the ones that from sri lanka from india pakistan yeah 
Saudi, uh, China, Japan. Uh, even in Scar in like in Scarborough North, the conservative candidate is uh, I told as I said it was an Asian, yeah, Chinese guy or actually Hong Kong, yeah, Hong Kong. Uh, <laughs> don't want to inf- <laughs> insult anybody by saying mainland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go on, go on, go so, on. So, yeah, I th- I feel like this kind of is a bit. I don't. I I don't want the conservatives to win, but I feel like they might win our riding. It's a, it's gonna be close, cause uh, we we have like two strong. I don't know candidates. I'm gonna say, even though Sean Chen has the name, because he's the incumbent. Yeah. But I feel like it's gonna be close here. Hmm. <laughs> Between the two, because of the immigrant vo- immigrant. Uh, vote here and I feel like um, I don't live in Scarborough anymore but I kind of feel like the liberals have sort of lost favor like that that was like what I got just from like you know generally looking at the community I just feel like the liberals have sort of lost touch with a that little bit. Uh, there's because there, like uh, like when you look at the, the like after Trudeau was elected right and you know the, like two years three years uh, down, um, you know, during his tenure, um, there's a lot of um, debate, even amongst uh, our age cohort, about you know, did we make the right choice in picking the liberals? And while while people didn't exactly um, say we're going to vote conservative, a lot of people were sort of saying, you know, maybe we should go NDP this time around. So the liberals have kind of like lost, uh, you know, lost base there. Yeah. There's a, there's a bit of a divide. I would say there's more of an undecided vote. Like, undecided vote. Yeah. I'm I'm in that camp to be honest. I um <laughs> right now there's how many days until the election? Twenty two. About 22? that. Yeah. yeah. Around twenty three days. So I'm I still have time, but I am undecided like crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I... La- previous election, I was like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go liberals." I, know. I was like ready to vote for Trudeau, uh, but this time around, I'm like, uh, <laughs> "I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> like, who am I gonna pick? We got, uh, we got, uh, we got Justin. We have a uh, brown guy, Jagmeet, uh, represent right. Uh, we have <laughs> Elizabeth May, Elizabeth May, <laughs> and um, Maxime oh. Bernier. Let's talk about Maxime a little bit. Yes, please. I don't. <laughs> I aside from his name, I don't know who he is, and I didn't bother to research about him because I've heard some uh, interesting things. Okay, but uh, before I begin, uh, there is one independent candidate because of the whole SNC level. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, go on. <laughs> Jody Wilson Raybould running in their riding of, I believe it's Cranbrook. No, Vancouver Granville. Yeah, so was she she's the one, running. Is she the one who uh, who sort of fell out with Trudeau, or exactly the, the name is familiar? Yeah, exactly. Oh, so okay. she's not running as a liberal, but she's not running for a conservative either. She's just actually independent. Uh, yeah, that's right. She's okay. actually independent. So that's one of the interesting cases in this election. <laughs> we have uh, an independent candidate, or I'm sure we have more. That's actually a good case to be in, because 
you you don't have any allegiance to a party and that you'll support a party with who makes the right choices mm. uh whichever whichever party makes the right choice you'll support them basically that's what she's that's what she said anyway <laughs> and it's very smart of her um thinking of it from like a pr standpoint like um by now people know about the whole uh, you know the snc um that that scandal yeah and you know they, they know her name and you know they'll know who she is so she has i'm not i'm not gonna say she has a good chance of winning but you know her name is out there people know who she is exactly so yeah. you know that might attract a few um a few voters well what is her uh platform based on like uh is it you know just the standard like i'm gonna do this for the environment i'm gonna do this for you know the economy she said that she is a progressive. Uh, she said that she's willing to support any party who puts forward a progressive idea. Would be okay. a liberal, NDP, conservative, people's party. They sort of just faded from, uh, yeah, from relevance, they, haven't they? Exactly. They don't have official party status. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing how, like, how, like looking you know down the years, how they've sort of fell out of power. I mean, Quebec is mostly what now in terms uh, of uh, political standing? Was it NDP, Liberal, Conservative? They voted Liberal in the last election. Ah, interesting. Okay. They went. They went high for Trudeau. They they really went in all in, I guess. All in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, being a French Canadian, that helped, I guess. So yeah. I think this is what Maxime Bernier is trying to cater to. He's catering to the people who were, who felt alienated by the liberals. Mm. Uh, oh, okay. Who also feel alienated by the conservatives, that they're not real conservatives, as he as he says. So, he's gone out and started this People's Party of it's Canada. People's Party of Canada. This and, is and this is a very recent thing, right? Yeah, in the last year or two. And mm. get, guess what? Sorry, this is a digression. In Go order ahead. for debate. Yeah. We interviewed somebody? Anthony Internicola? Yeah. Uh, he's joined the People's Party. Oh, no way. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time, time to get him back on debate and uh, <laughs> ask him what his stance is now. Uh, exactly. Interesting, interesting. So... Yeah, anyway, that was a digression. Yeah, so the People's Party, they are basically, um, they want to support the veterans. Okay. They want to support Canadian values, <laughs> whatever uh, that is. And what are Canadian values? Exactly. <laughs> uh, when, when I hear things like that, the, the, you know, my, my spider sense starts tingling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds like make America great again to me. Yeah. I think so too. Uh, they support freedom of expression. Okay. Uh, pipelines. Okay. Uh, they support. Oh, look at this! Rejecting alarmism and focusing on concrete improvements on global warming and the environment. <laughs> Again, another vague statement. <laughs> so basically, I think they're saying that. The liberal plan of taxes is inefficient, and mm-hmm. regulations are inefficient, and they want to focus on 
the real facts that apparently global warming has like failed at predicting the future or, or the models have failed at predicting the future I don't know what they mean by that that's Just what they're that. trying to I don't know mm. it's very weird but oh get this <clears throat> they also support legal firearm owners oh, okay interesting <laughs> <laughs> oh boy they um, you know judging them based on my own values <laughs> they sound like a um, some crazy offshoot of the conservatives. <laughs> yes, I would say so. And they, it's funny. A lot of the parties, they want to keep... Like, even the conservatives, they want to keep immigration at their current levels. Yeah. The People's Party wants to decrease immigration. Of course. Of course they do. I mean, hey, if you want um, people to bear firearms openly, then... <laughs> I guess yeah. the two go hand in hand <laughs> when it and comes to exactly. uh, like-minded people. Uh, but yeah, just from what I'm hearing, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I'll be voting for Maxime Bernier or no. the representative. No, and I won't be either. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony, if you're yeah. listening. <laughs> uh, what can you do? What can you yeah, do? Of course, um, of course, we the, the conservatives, we did the conservatives, uh, the liberals, um, the NDP, uh, we didn't really talk about them that much, and we're sort of approaching the end of our podcast, so we should probably get on, get in on that. Um, oh, yes, sorry. Because they are the, another big party, right? Yes, of course. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Completely forgot about them. <laughs> sorry, Jagmeet Singh. You Crown brother, <laughs> South Asian community represent. <laughs> yeah. Actually... A lot of the NDP platform are like, to be quite honest, um, they announced that they're going to they're promising pharmacare mm-hmm. and dental care, all obviously at the cost of taxes. Mm-hmm. But I like that plan. I, I do support it. I think people need, I, I mean, deserve access to dental care, especially because it's yeah. so. Like some for a lot of people, it's very uh, prohibitive. Yeah. The costs of dental care, mm-hmm. and also the cost of pharma care. So making life affordable, which is staying true to uh, the like the or origins of the NDP with Tommy Douglas, I yeah. think that's important for him to focus on. If and if he does that, he could do well. He also promises. Sorry, to... huge, huge digression here. I mean, and yeah. I, I mean huge digression. Whenever I hear Tommy Douglas's name, I just remember that uh, <laughs> this this slide my one of my professors presented me with in university. It's like, and Tommy Douglas is the the, the grandfather of Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, That's the right. grandfather. He's the father of uh, what's his name, the actor Donald. Uh, yes. Sutherland? No. Uh, no. Ah, uh, no. Sorry. Uh, He's he's the grandfather of Kiefer Sutherland, though, right? Oh, hold on. I think so. I remember this. I remember this slide. Yeah, I remember this slide. In university, dad or his son is Donald, or no? His daughter is Shirley Douglas. Oh, I see. So Kiefer Sutherland's mom. Oh, okay. So his his mater his maternal maternal, uh, grandfather. 
Right, okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Huge digression. Huge digression. I'm sorry, whenever every time we got this name, I just remember that slide at university. But yeah, go on. Go, okay. on. go on with the NDP. <laughs> also, um, they promise to make affordable housing a priority. So That's important. That's really important. Yeah, it's very important. I think they they promised to create 500 units in the next 10 years. That's what I read anyway. And, and this is up like affordable housing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I mean, because for people like us, yeah, the housing I, market is like impossible to get into, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think right now, <laughs> the way it looks, it looks like I'll be renting for the rest of my life. <laughs> renting <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing as a Muslim, nope, but... Nope. Uh, yeah. um, I mean, I don't mind renting. It's actually fine by me, but uh, whatever. <laughs> it's good for the young home buyers. He's, yeah. he's he's catering to them very well in that sense. And they looks like they'll also be introducing a, a like doubling the home buyers t- tax credit. I guess introducing thirty-year terms to CMHC insured mortgages. For first-time home buyers, allowing for smaller monthly payments, foreign buyers tax. Now this is huge. Foreign buyers tax. So on on homes who aren't Canadian citizens, oh, on the sale of homes to individuals to individuals who aren't Canadian citizens or permanent residents. Now this that would help a lot, I think. But again, it all depends if they're planning on. I think it's. A, I think they should go with a vacant home. Si- home tax instead i think that's less discriminatory <laughs> i don't know uh, so the or... the the for uh, i'm thinking that the foreign home tax thing would be to like deter yeah you know foreign buyers i'm just purchasing properties here and you know leaving them yeah. essentially <laughs> yeah which is essentially okay. the same as a vacant homes tax I yeah, guess. yeah. Uh, okay <laughs> uh, affordable cell service Oh wow! Cap prices to save you an average of ten dollars. Wasn't wasn't this part of their? Hasn't this always been sort of part of their modern policy? Yeah. The whole the whole um you know cell service thing because I, I if I remember correctly from even back um in the previous election I'm pretty sure they they talked about it too, like the yeah. whole cell service thing. I think they did. Um... <clears throat> Which is interesting because I don't think any other party really deals with that stuff. No, no, actually, again, even the again, liberals. Again, it, it all goes back to like um, you know becoming sort of hip party for um, for younger voters to buy into, I think, which is yeah. a very smart move on their part. That, that is a very smart move, I think, and I think it just I don't know if it'll work, but uh, it might. <laughs> Never the, know, right? We we'll see. And I think they also plan to. Oh, this is interesting. Oh well, what uh, what time are we at? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I always 50, forgot. Fifty-one minutes. Oh, okay. We should probably wrap up soon. Okay. Uh. Oh, they also. Again, with the NDP, they aim to reconcile with indigenous communities to ensure they have safe housing clean water and high quality education and access to healthcare, which is it, that's that's a nice that's statement and all but that just seems like just, the generic it, it you sounds know. 
Let me see the what all... they'll actually do. It's it seems like I'm just reading off there. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Upholding indigenous rights and advancing self-determination. What is this? I'm just going now, here's, the, here's the thing when it comes to indigenous issues with um, these political parties. They always seem to say these things like, we're going to do this, we're going to do X, you know, we're going to do, do Y, exactly. we're going to do Z, and it just they just never do it. Exactly. And, you know, which is why when I look to vote for, you know, a political party and I look at all the, you know, what they're going to do, indigenous things... I'm uh, more um, cautious with. Yeah. Because you just don't know. Because they, they just tend not to do them. Which Especially, is a huge shame. A great yeah. shame. And that's a common theme with the history of uh, Canada as a whole. Canadian politics, right? As a whole. <laughs> it, it's, just... it's, very, it's actually very sad. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, Canada has a bad history with... Uh, Indigenous people, to be quite Oh, honest. very bad. Very Horrendous. Bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, like, for those who don't know, they should probably look it up. They just, like, Google it. And, man, have has Canada done some horrible stuff? And they still do some horrible stuff by not doing anything at all. <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, anyway. It's, it's... I don't know. Uh, I think to end... Off the podcast. And I think people should uh, form their own opinion. Be an informed voter. And a good way to do that. (coughs) CBC.ca has this cool resource. It's called Vote Compass. So basically you go to CBC.ca slash Vote Compass. And you um, just type in your postal code I think. And it allows you to. Uh, it asks you some questions, and based on your responses, it uh, tells you which party you lean towards the most. And then you know which party you possibly would like to vote for, I guess. And then you go from there, I guess. <laughs> and if you and if you really don't want to vote for that party, I guess you vote for the next party. <laughs> the, next, the next closest yeah. thing. <laughs> the next closest one, yeah. But yeah, formulate formulate your own opinions, right? And do, do get research. out there and vote, please. Um, exactly. <laughs> again, again, like we said at the beginning, somewhere at the beginning of this podcast, um, we don't necessarily agree with all the aspects of democracy, but we do have that right to vote, and we should exercise it, and we should um, try and make a difference by going out and doing so. Because if you don't, then you shouldn't be complaining about who's in charge in the government and all that stuff. If you don't vote, you don't have a right to speak about these issues. Yeah, and there are a lot of countries where their right to vote is purged. They actually can't vote for whatever reason. Exactly. Um, And I don't know. Maybe they're they're actually they actually feel threatened to vote because the majority is actually um, overwhelming, and uh, they get they feel like if they vote, and then they're you know they'll be singled out. They'll be ostracized, yeah. Yeah. So we should exercise the right to vote because we have that freedom. Nobody judges us in Canada. (laughs) Nobody. I mean, people online judge you all the time, but they're they're not hurting anybody. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. I think uh, 
we can call this podcast a wrap. It's been 55 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> please, uh, please do let us know. Give us a listen and let us know um, what your thoughts on the upcoming Canadian election is, um, are. Um, uh, like, you don't have to say who you're voting for, but do let us know what you think of, you know, the current party leaders, the current parties. Um, uh, let us know what you think of the landscape of Canadian politics and, uh, you know, where we're going to go from here after this election. And uh, I think an important question, will Trudeau win a second term? Will the Liberals and Trudeau win a second term? Yes, will the Liberals that and is... Trudeau win a second term? Yes. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Because... Trudeau can always lose his seat. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think, I think he'll win. To be honest, I think the Liberals will win. Uh, uh, yeah. Just barely. I, I think they'll win a minority. Mm. I don't think they'll come back with the majority. I think they'll win a minority, uh, and that's. I don't mind that because it actually allows them to work together and uh, sort of compromise on their issues i guess and they they don't really govern with a strong hand yeah 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 Yeah, Uh, i think there there is that divide right now the liberals have kind of lost touch um with their uh, voting base voter base yeah but i do think they still have enough you know know, popularity and um you know um general (laughs) um things i've got uh i forgot i was gonna say the just slipped right out of my mouth. But yeah, they, <laughs> they, um, you know, they have enough influence, I think, to hold a minority, like you said, to win a minority. Uh, will Trudeau be prime minister? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, that will only be revealed come election time after election time. But again, um, to the vote, uh, to, to the voters, to the listeners who are also voters, or well, maybe not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They could be Russian bots. Yeah, Russian bots. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do let us know your opinions. And uh, again, comment, uh, rate, subscribe, I guess. Oh, and do share. And this is this has been episode, uh, was it Eight, 18, right? 18, yeah. 18, yeah. Episode oh, 18 after one and a half months. Uh, <laughs> and since we haven't done this in so long, this is your co-host, Walid. And your co-host, Debate. And uh, thank you for listening, and we are going to sign out. Good night. Good morning. Good night or good morning or whatever. Yep. Wherever you are. <laughs>